Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. If you're looking for something for your kids to do to keep them occupied after school, in the summertime, whatever the case may be, get on over to Shoot360, 85 Market Center Drive in Collierville. It is an awesome place, awesome facility. Same technology that Steph and Clay use to get better at their craft. Passing drills, dribbling drills, shooting drills, all kinds of different games. You don't even need anybody else. You can play by yourself and enjoy it, have a good time, get that energy out, and get better at the game of basketball. It's right here in the Memphis area, 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. Yep, all those cone drills in the backyard. I think I'm a thing of the past. Got your kid out there looking sad, doing it on his own. You can use Shoot360's huge interactive video boards. They're equipped with passing and ball handling games and drills that measure your strengths and weaknesses. Of course, they've got that immediate feedback on your shot, including the preferred arc. If you're shooting it straight, left or right, and get that shot perfected. Watch a combo move done in real time on the screen, then you mimic it. Get real-time feedback. You're not going to get that with your cones in the backyard and from mom and dad. So head out to Shoot360. We call it the future basketball training in Memphis. The future's right now. Go see them at 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. Well, we got a problem uh, in college sports. I don't know how we fix it. Let's do the rundown. It's the rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Man, I, I don't know if there was uh, an investigation or, or, or what have you in Iowa, but uh, three student athletes uh, for various programs uh, have been uh, named in investigations uh, for betting on games. Uh, Hunter Deckers, the Iowa State starting quarterback, uh, has been uh, the focus of this investigation by uh, by the I guess it's the attorney general there, the county, the, excuse me, the attorney's office. Um, they filed a criminal complaint charging him with tampering with records related to the Iowa Division of uh, Criminal Investigations Inquiry into Sports Wagering. He is, uh, he is one of three Iowa State athletes charged uh, uh, of, of, of accused of betting on Iowa State sports. Um, uh, there's been a wrestler who was accused of betting more than $45,000 across 1,300 wagers. Good grief. Which, I mean, it comes out. not a lot? Well, it feels like a lot. Forty-five thousand divided by thirteen hundred comes out to about thirty-five dollars a bet. So it's not as much as it sounds, believe it or not. It's a lot of bets. It's just a lot of bets, right? It's just a lot of bets. Um, let's see. Uh, Hunter Decker's uh, placed twenty-six wagers, according to the Des Moines Register, on Iowa State sporting events, including their two thousand twenty-one game against Oklahoma State. He didn't play. He was the backup quarterback. Good grief. But uh but he did bet on a game where that that he was active uh for. And uh, I don't know if he won it. I don't know if he won that bet, Jason, but uh he did bet on it. And so now, I mean, look, this is a starting quarterback, right? This would be like if Seth Hennigan was doing this. Um and he is facing uh he is facing losing the rest of his college eligibility, mm-hmm. obviously. Um 
There's been uh, an Iowa guard uh, who has been accused of doing the same thing. He placed almost 2,000 sports wagers. He transferred to Nebraska, but uh, before he did that, he allegedly placed 2,000 sports wagers, including at least one on an Iowa sporting event. Uh, He bet over 34,000, over 1,850 bets. So he was just going ham. He was going, I don't know like what the NCAA rules are. I guess you can't bet on uh, any college games if you're a college athlete. I don't know what the uh, what the rules there are exactly. Um, oh, okay, so here we go. If an athlete placed bets on NCAA-sanctioned sports but not their own school's teams, guidelines state an athlete would only lose half a season of eligibility. But because you do it on your own school or your own team, you lose your entire permanent eligibility potentially uh he averaged 6.1 points a game uh, Aaron Eulis last season for uh for Iowa they were consistently and routinely placed from his phone including his university residence and areas of the university not routinely open to the public um Iowa uh, baseball player has been named Iowa football player Aaron Blom has been has been named like this is two different schools Iowa State and Iowa and a bunch of uh bunch of gambling allegations um i mean look college kids bet you know that's just the truth you go to a college town you go to a college bar and you are going to be inundated with uh bookies and things like that trying to get you set up an account and all that that's that's what happens um but you can't do it on your own team man like that seems pretty obvious like that and there's like you know at least i'll give hunter deckers this Hunter Deckers at least did it through his mom. His mom was the one placing the bets. Not it wasn't like tied to his account or anything. Like Aaron Eulis didn't give a damn. He's like, I'm just gonna bet from my phone on this damn app. <laughs> so he didn't even care. Um, I don't know. At least with that, you could you could claim ignorance or you know you didn't get briefed enough. If you're having your mom do it, you know the rules. Oh yeah, you're trying no, he's to done. he's toast. He's toast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's done. Like that's um, a layout of a plan, and a plan is what gets you caught. Yeah, you know? I think they're both done. Uh, but yeah, I, I see exactly what you're saying. Like you're, it was more calculated. No question. No one, no you one knew the well. rules. You're trying to have mom. Aaron Eulis can at least plead. Oh, I, I, nobody ever talked to me about this. You Say know? Iowa did a bad job of right. telling you know, of uh, of telling us we couldn't bet on our own teams. Yeah. Uh, so not that that's going to get you off, but at least you've got a. A, a more decent de- uh, defense. Yeah, absolutely. The old boy that used his mom. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's clearly like education not happening uh, or just flagrant, you know. Don't give a damn. Exactly. Um, I, I think we we would be naive to believe that this is not happening. For example, on the University of Memphis campus somewhere, right? Yeah, you know, maybe it'd take a you know losing a starter like this. Yeah. You know, a situation like this to. For these other schools to be able to put in the faces of these athletes and say, "Look, this is real." Right. Well, and it, you do this. That this is if this punishment comes down the way we right, think it could. Right. Maybe th- this is held up as the example of, "Oh man, it, it can ruin your season." Now, you know, like, like in, I, I was going to say, in, in these instances, right? These are thirty dollars wagers, forty five dollars wagers. These are not big money transactions, but there is not a lot. There are not many degrees of separation from being a player and betting on your own team to potentially fixing the game. Mm-hmm. Like, there there are not many degrees of separation from that. You know, I mean, if you're going through the trouble of, like, having your mom place a bet for you, like, you, what's to prevent you from going to somebody and saying, hey, I'm going to suck today. Go get five grand down on the other side. You know? Like, 
and give me half or whatever. You know what I'm saying? 10,000, whatever. Um, like th- there's not a lot of degrees of separation from that. And I think that's what the NCAA, um, and, and really like this is probably bigger than the NCAA. I mean, this is like U.S. government at this point, right? This is what you have to get a handle on. Like you have to ensure the integrity of these sporting events, right. especially at the you know the lower level where that actually could happen and where like you're you know maybe a little bit under the radar. Although if I want to go you know uh, on my on my sportsbook app and put you know five thousand dollars on Texas A and M Corpus Christi, you know it, it it's it's not exactly not going to raise some flags, right? Like it's just the way that this thing works. But I will say like it doesn't. As somebody that does this, you know, as, who's made untold amounts of wagers in the past year, it does not make me feel great about the enterprise. You know, because that's your that's your if you're going to bet on sports, that is your number one concern is is mm-hmm. this thing like is this thing above board? Yeah. Especially at the college level, less so professional, because um, all those guys are paid and like they have no incentive to rig it, but. College where somebody like we we we've all seen that documentary from Headache Smith, you know. I mean, if you haven't, I would definitely recommend it. It's great. It's really well done. But he was throwing games, you know, and, 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 and yeah, and and he was and people were getting down tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars every game, and he was the point guard and he could sort of control it. Yep. And and he did it, and uh, eventually he got caught. It's fascinating documentary. But that that could happen again, um, especially like you're talking about a quarterback. Absolutely. So. Um, I don't know what the what the message is. I mean, I think with the legalization of sports betting, it was going to become more prominent. It was going to become more um, front facing. This issue in you know in athletics, um, and 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 coaches like have to get a handle on it. Like it's got to be something that you talk about. The NFL, dude, even the NFL is having problems now. It's more so policy there. It's like you know it's but it's the same thing. It's like you know it started with Calvin Ridley. You know, then you had all the Lions that got suspended. Now you got Broncos. I mean, you're seeing a ton of guys get suspended in the NFL because they're they're just betting. And I, I don't think it's like nefarious necessarily. I think it's just out of they don't care. They just don't know any better and they just bet, you know. Yeah. You can't do that. So there has to be education. There has to be, um, you know, more of an effort made there. But that that is it's all over the news today. It's It's a big problem. Uh, for Iowa and Iowa State right now, just rampant gambling on their own teams uh, as we speak. Next story. Uh, Bob Mayer asked the question over the commercial appeal. We discussed a little bit earlier, wanted to get into it. Will Drake reschedule in Memphis after canceling uh, the Sunday, the scheduled Sunday concert uh, on his tour? Here's the question. So why didn't Drake, and you asked me this this morning, John, I brought this up. Why didn't Drake and promoter Live Nation, uh, who oversees the concert, reschedule and find another workable date in Memphis? Uh, so far, the It's All a Blue tour is set to run through October and expected to continue into 2024. The answer to that has to do with the Grizzlies, the article reads. FedEx Forum's main tenant, Grizzlies schedule, along with that of the rest of the NBA, will be announced for at least two more weeks. Here's the source. Uh, if the Forum knew, this is a um, uh, direct quote, if Forum knew the Grizzlies schedule, my gut tells me they would have rescheduled Drake, said the source close to FedEx Forum, and in the local concert business. But they don't know what the schedule for the building is going to be over the next few months until the NBA locks in those dates. So Memphis was the unfortunate domino that had to fall. Uh, they are commercial appeal by Mayor 
and obviously this uh, th- this source is optimistic that this thing's going to get rescheduled. Like we said, why, why would you leave it where it is now? The fact that there hasn't been more finger pointing between FedEx Forum and Drake's people is probably a sign of that. And and again, it's an obvious question. Okay, well then you could just say you're 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 rescheduling again rather than canceling and giving folks money back. But you don't even have a date. You can't you can't say even when that would be right now until that Grizzly schedule comes out. So uh, be interested to see. Check in on this after a couple of weeks once the Grizzlies schedule's out because I, I I just think Drake's not going to leave it like this. I would hope not. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. You got roots here. You got the key to the city here. You got people that love you here. Yeah. You could put it at the close of the tour now. You, you know, certainly as opposed could do to that. The, as opposed to the open. Either way. Just I mean, give, we'll take it. Just give Memphis a, a show because you had plenty of disappointed folks. Uh, yeah, sure, they're getting their money back, but they're disappointed they're not going sunny, especially after the first one was postponed. Planning right. to have that show. Uh, hopefully, we still get it at some point. Yeah, I mean, we, we maybe in 2024. I mean, we'll take it any time. You know, just make it up. That's all you got to do, man. Just make it up. That's the right thing to do. You know, even if you got to do like a one-off, like a one-night-only type of thing, right? I mean, I think that would like that's happened before, right? I mean, you know, artists have done things like that. You don't want Dad in town uh, still living here. I would assume a majority of the time and. Every time he goes out, people are saying, F Drake, F your son. Right. You, you turn don't your, put your dad in that position either. He did big stories about how important it was to you to kick off the tour here. Yeah. The way to make this right is you make up the date. It just seems like common sense at this point. Hopefully, that's the way it'll play out. Once we've got the Grizzly schedule, soon after, we'll get a makeup date. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, hopeful for, uh, I'm hopeful for that uh, as well. Next story. Uh, Paul Feinbaum was on uh, Get Up today. Did you get a chance to see this? I didn't see his. Uh, oh, you his missed hit. him on Get well, Up today. You know, Greenberg wasn't in there. It was old Allen hosting, so it's oh, not so, the same for me. So you don't t- you don't tune in when it's Allen. Allen said John Morant should be suspended for a season, so I don't get down much with him. You, you, okay, Mr. You, New York Nick. You haven't forgiven him for that. That's just silliness. Well, Paul Feinbaum, you missed Paul Feinbaum today, Jason. Okay. He was on there today, and he said it is over. It is all over for the Pac-12. After your dear friend George Klyavkov presented a streaming-focused deal with Apple to league executives yesterday, um, just to give you some background on that package, remember uh, they lost Colorado and they're trying to keep everybody else together in the Pac-12 so they don't just completely disband and and disappear and lose. Uh, George has no job. Uh, Pac-12 ceases to exist. Um, to cobble everything together. He presented a term sheet on Tuesday that was a streaming-focused deal with Apple that would reportedly be incentive-based and include escalators based on how many subscribers there are. Uh, Feinbaum said he was skeptical that fans would line up to subscribe to a Pac-12 that has lost three key members over Mm -hmm. the past year, as we know, UCLA, USC, and now Colorado. Feinbaum said, the bottom line is this, guys. Nobody is signing up on Apple to watch the Pac-12 because there's nothing to watch once you lose Colorado, UCLA, and USC. I don't want to be the guy that keeps burying this league because I think I did it the other day, but I'm going to keep doing it. Somebody needs to shovel dirt on this league and end this charade. It is over for the Pac-12. We're all waiting now. Uh, Now it's me talking. We're all waiting now on to see what Arizona is going to do, what Arizona State is going to do, Utah, but I just don't. I don't know what the the sell is. Like, it's not stable. It doesn't look good. It doesn't, like, uh, come off as strong. Mm -hmm. You know, it just looks weak. It looks desperate. And so I don't know why you would want to go down with the ship there in the Pac-12 because it is going down. Um, And, look, maybe, you know, the the remaining members of the Pac-12 can can come together with the best of the AAC and the best of the Mountain West, and it creates, like, something. 
You know, and I, better, but by how much, I don't know. But but uh, maybe that happens. But it, it does feel like it is absolutely over for the Pac-12, and it's just a matter of when we – what time the cause of de- – you know, the, the, the time of death is. You know, is it this week? Is it uh, – because I agree. I, I think I was listening to uh, to Jeff and Jeffrey this morning, and in Arizona, like, you don't want to be the one that, like, absolutely puts the nail in the coffin if you don't have to. You're trying to figure out how to do that delicately, I mm-hmm. guess, right, with all the history and everything. But that is happening. And it will get interesting, I guess. You know, Memphis isn't really engaged in these conversations, but I, I guess it'll get interesting. Af- then what? Well, they applied for membership, didn't they? Well, yeah, but the Pac-12, bro, not the Nutsack 12, mm-hmm. which is what that would be. Right? <laughs> and still possibly babbage. better than the AAC. Yeah. I, uh, is it? I guess you'd have Oregon State. You ain't got nothing in the AAC you're tied to, so I don't even play like there's – Got Tulane, SMU. Yeah, you shouldn't even have said that. I mean, that's what they got. They got Tulane, yeah, SMU, UTSA. Right. Is that better? Is that – how much worse is that than Oregon State? Because uh, Oregon and Washington are not staying, I don't think. Is Big Ten letting them in, though? Where are they going? Yeah, I mean, I guess if you if you told me Oregon and Washington are in it, then yes. If Oregon and Washington are in it, then there's no doubt. But I like they're gonna want to leave. They're not. They're, they want to leave now. Nobody's right. invited. They, they've tried. Big well, Ten doesn't want them right now. Why, why wouldn't the Big Ten want Oregon? I have no idea. You're getting in the conversation down above Pack and the Big Ten, but so far that's where they wanted to be. They're not not getting the invite. They've shut it down. Yeah. Maybe maybe when the thing blows up, Big Ten right. says, "Okay, at that point, we're gonna go super." Why yeah. had you? When and, w- and then I guess then we can have the conversation that it's it's closer to the AAC. But as long as you right. got those two in the pack, it's still better than the AAC. So what? what so what would the new name for the the conference would be? Made, the uh, yeah. the Devonte Pack Twelve. That's pretty good. Tie us in. <laughs> tie us all together. Yeah. That's what we're gonna call it, man. The Devonte Pack Twelve. How's he doing, by the way? I don't know, bro. Oh, right, that's bro. your that's your beat. That ain't my beat. That's your beat, man. You're on the uh, show, ain't Twelveski beat, man. You know, I'm I'm over here trying to get Memphis into a conference. Yeah, good luck with that. It's not going well for me. I'm out. Of, I'm out of answers. It's not easy to be a Memphis fan these days. You know, you have to like make up stuff to try to get yourself. You know, well, well, if if, if this <laughs> if this happens and that happens and then that happens and then you end up looking like that dude. You know, he's got like he's trying to find that you know that serial killer who's on the loose and he's got like fifty different. You know, place on the map that you're drawing lines to. Everything else yeah, you, you look like you're going crazy. You haven't slept in three days. Mm-hmm. Trying to get Memphis into a power five or something. I'm trying to get Memphis into something. Not even a power league. You know, I don't I don't know what you'd – like a schmedium league. That's what I'm trying to get them in. Where we can bench 220 one time. Like, because it ain't even – it ain't power five either. I mean, it's like you, you got, you got uh, Big 12 – excuse me, you got – SEC, SEC, Big Ten, never forget. Big gap, Gulf of Mexico size gap, Big Twelve, uh, deepest part in the ocean gap, then the AAC, right? Mariana Trench gap, and that's when you get to the AAC. And then I mean, look, there's still a spot somehow in the playoff for you. I don't know how that's possible. Oh yeah, because that would have been my like first thing, like. I ain't sharing nothing with those jabronis, you know, at the bottom of the barrel. But they got a spot in the toilet, and, and I and you know, antitrust and all that. I guess is a is That's a what makes caring worth it. Yeah, it's the only thing you have right now. Um, but it is something. I mean, you get like 
you, to be a part of that would mean something. Oh, 100%. You know, you get crushed, but you, we, you're We there. just said, competing for AAC titles around here, that's enough to get people excited. That puts you in the mix. Right. For the playoff, absolutely. It's a different level of excitement. Now, um, so, so back to the fine mom said, you know, you asked him, once it's gone, can you ever get it back? You can get it back, bro. You can you can get in terms of the, you know the the wow factor the how hot you know the the fire that was Memphis's brand a few years ago that's get backable still. Yep. You keep going down this road, it might not be, but I believe you can still get it back. Well, like here's my question. Like let's say again, all you gotta do is get to the top of the AAC, compete every year. You'll be in the mix for that spot. You'll me, be in the mix at least. Let me ask you this: Are Memphis fans prepared to do? Let's just say they do get into the Devonte Pac-12. And you have to, and you have to get an Apple. Some of those travel costs are going to suck too. Yeah, and you have to get the Apple TV subscription. Yeah, people going to do that? Oh, uh, I think uh, they will around here, just in the sense that you know you're in a. Of course, it ain't the promised land, John. It's a lot like I told you yesterday. It feels a lot like the Big East when you got in right. and that thing melted down. They pulled the rug around. on you. But I think you get you tell yourself, yeah, man, we win this. Well, you know, obviously put ourselves in a, in a chance of college football playoff, and you know that level of excitement stays high. Yeah, I, I will say, like, I, I, I don't know, if people would flock. Right, but yeah, you'd have a, they would bite the bullet and just do it. Well, it'd be new enough for us yeah. that at least here there'd be some buzz. I don't know about elsewhere. Right, well, I'm with Feinbaum in terms of who's really, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, the rest of the country right. rolling up to the TV to subscribe here. No, yeah, like um, I I know I know I know the the dollar signs are different, but it did make me sort of appreciate the AAC in the sense that like they got the pat they got the television deal. I mean, you never sat around wondering was Oresco going to get the television deal done. Now again, the, the money was lesser. So maybe that, like, I'm sure the I'm sure ESPN would do a deal for the Pac-12 at seven million per, um, happily. But you know, I mean, I, it, it it was never a question of, oh man, how are we gonna watch like like the Pac-12 does not have a television, like they have no media deal. I don't think people understand that. Like, Oregon fans and well, Washington it was fans, more, it was more impressive what your mark got done there. The Pac-12 one was up a year before right. Big 12s, and he already he got it done. No, he that, came in some knocking this out. The Pac-12 and gets only it. has themselves to blame. A hundred percent. You know the commissioner there. He keeps um, talking about the waiting game is Larry the strength. Scott Us and, waiting, and, we get better options. Yeah. I can't tell so far, bro. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, I don't know. It's just a, it, 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 those are the decisions that you know. Look, one of the Pac-12 or the Big 12 was not going to survive. Either the Pac-12 was going to poach from the Big so. 12 or the Big 12 was going to poach from the Pac-12. It was just a matter of who acted first. And the Big 12 acted first, and, uh, you know, it, it, it that, that that was the the determining factor. So either way, uh, it seems like it's just a matter of when and not if for the Pac-12. Next story. Uh, Cooper Cup, because he is still one of the best receivers in the league now in terms of the Rams and their relevance, that's still up for debate. But he is going to be out for a few weeks, it looks like. Still going to be back before the regular season uh, with a what appears to be a leg injury of some sort. Well, injured hamstring uh, after he left practice early on Tuesday night. Again, Rams and their relevance now. Uh, you're certainly not calling them a Super Bowl contender. They already did that after adding Matthew Stafford. and A um, lot of change since then. They've went through what Odell Beckham Jr. had Allen Robinson there. Um, it was it Leonard Floyd that left and went to the Bills now? And, yeah, they still got Aaron Donald. And yeah, they still got Cooper Cup and Stafford. But uh, you don't even have them at the top of that division, you know, over there in the NFC West at this point. Uh, but for Cooper Cup, who, again, has been one of the NFL's best, and back in – it was just 2021, I think, that he had the triple crown uh, in terms of the NFL receiving. Uh, yeah, 2021. Had the NFL triple crown, led the league in catches, receiving yards, and touchdowns. That year he went for 1947. 1,947 yards, 16 touchdowns, 
145 catches. I guess now we would remember when we were uh, celebrating with you that a you know white receiver was on top of the receiver rankings. I think over the last two years you'd run. have to it, right Justin and maybe even Chase have surpassed him. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we just won the triple count in 21. Yeah. So it's it's been a. I mean, again, that's that's something that is uh, we'll 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 always have, and no matter. Yeah, and they were real. Like it wasn't just like some slot guy. You know what I'm I mean, saying? He, like I, I, I want to say Cup had two years where he was, was about uh, two or three where he was the yeah. best receiver in the league, and uh, you got to give him credit for that. Uh, certainly, looks like again this isn't going to be serious enough well, where the Rams uh, don't have him in the regular season, but enough of a of one of the best players in the NFL here that this is uh, this is news in training camp when a guy like this goes down. Yeah, we don't really have who's uh, their other receiver now. Um, now that there's no Allen Robinson, that didn't go well at all either. No, it didn't. Not like I thought it would. I think it's uh, uh, the. Uh, there's a kid from I want to say Ole Miss there maybe. Okay. Uh, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Two two Atwell I know I, th- I think it's Allen is now we know with Calvin Austin and Van Pickens. Jefferson is Van yeah. Jefferson. Oh yeah, I remember him. He had a yeah, yeah. had a had a baby close to the Super Bowl if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, man, I, I'm I'm impressed with myself that I remembered that. Also, yes, two two Atwell is uh, is the slot there. It's pretty nasty. They've they've come on down pretty quickly, but we both agree that it was worth it. To get the bowl, yes, oh, a hundred percent. And he went to remember they were trading first round picks and everything, so this this was always coming. Van went to Florida. I don't know why I thought he was Ole Miss, but um, he he uh, he he was uh, I don't yeah I don't know why I assumed he went to Ole Miss, but yes, Van Jefferson is the is the number two. But yeah, like you would make that trade whether it's the, it's the NBA, whether it's the NFL, like like uh, you know what the Rangers are doing right now in the MLB, like they're giving up all their young assets for Scherzer. Yeah, dude. If it if it ends in a World Series, then it's worth it. You know, like it's very hard to win a championship. Where do you put them in the West? Uh, Behind San Fran, Seattle. I got. I put them. I don't think it's a big gap or anything, but because Seattle's got injury issues already with the backfield. So. Saw my man. Uh, our guys hurt. Yeah. My man from uh, from Arlington. But I think people expect that Kenneth defense. Uh, I think people expect the defense to be a lot better. I think they drafted a DB there in the uh, in the first round. So. Uh, people think uh, that that defense will be better, which was a big problem for him last year. And if Geno can do what he did, la- you know, a year ago, they already made the playoffs. So, um, yeah, I ain't banking on Geno. I would expect them to at least have a chance to do it again. Um, but uh, yeah, I just want to salute Cooper. I, I don't know that it was it will, a good run. You're right. That's that's what the bottom line. This I don't game. know that it'll ever um, be quite like that again. It was a it was a fling. It was a no, moment in time. Man, not with Justin and Chase now. Uh, yeah, order I mean, has been restored. I think many people could could make that argument. Um, you know, we we are holding down tight end, though. I mean, I, I don't want... Kelsey ain't much longer for this world. Well, don't worry. We got Kittle right behind him, so... Kittle? Yes. Kittle is absolutely... He's too wild to be able to hold that down. He plays too wild. He gets hurt. Well, yeah, yeah I don't have... He doesn't stay out there like Kelsey does. Yeah, I don't have O.J. Howard no more. He just got, uh, he just got cut. I mean, I guess Cole Komet could take over. Who y'all got, man? Did you see how much we paid him? $50 million. Yeah. Elite tight end money. That's right. That was too soon. Uh, I mean, Jonu Smith, you know, that guy came and went, didn't it? You got the Titans tight end, who I do like, Okonkwo. Yeah. I, I do I do think he's a good player. He could be someday. But I will tell you. The, the, You're you know, holding down tight end. You got Kelsey for having a long Yeah, I mean, you guys are going to try to give me Darren Waller, who's going to play nine games a season. No thanks. I mean, I, I can't give you that one. Um, no, the kid in uh, Atlanta. Yeah, but he he hasn't proven but anything. But he's still. Yet. What do you mean? He hasn't proven anything yet. That's more on his quarterback situation. 
I think he actually hits. He's a beast. I think he did. Uh, I think he was hurt last year. I want to say as a rookie, he had set a tight end. He record was unbelievable was like as a rookie. Or something yes, like that. he yeah. was unbelievable, dude. Yeah. Pitts is on there. He's yeah, Pitts eventually. Is a, Pitts is a big problem. Uh, Pitts is a big problem for us. He'll restore order eventually. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Who else? Y'all can have the best guards and all that. Who, stuff. who else you got? You got best QB, I guess. No, you don't. Huh? No, you don't. You won't well, have that for a while. Now again, that's Burrow's your only hope, and uh, he ain't I overtaking mean, Patrick anymore. You know, this is a very Those days sticky are done. argument uh, when it comes to Mahomes. You love him. You can't switch. You can't do an about change now. You can't do an about face now. Well, and I'm saying, like, I think say Burrow's better. You've said. I it. think we may have to have Pat. I think you're going to have to give him to us. Now we can negotiate. You don't give mixed people to the whites. Well, we're we we would like Patrick. So can it's we? Not, it's not happening. Well, you said we, Patrick's going to win us seven bowls. Yeah, I know. Can we? Well, you for mean black us? Folks. No, us white folks. Except for black folks, he's going to win seven bowls. Can we negotiate? Maybe. Nah. It, can it, we? There is no split. It's one or the other. Yeah, like can we? Maybe. Unfortunately, that's how y'all do it. You put us in one box or the other. Well, I'm, that's I'm, how I'm, it works. I'm just saying, in like this case, black quarterback. <laughs> Tell me, Patrick Mahomes ain't black. I, I'm, he's a mix. That's what I'm going to tell you. You yeah. got you got Jalen Hurts. Because that serves you better. You got Jalen Hurts and uh, Lamar. Yeah, you tell me every day I'm black, I'm mixed just like he is. I've never but said But for Patrick Mahomes today, we would like him. I love the white people would like to put in a request. Oh, yeah. That we can claim him. A hundred percent. Every day you tell me you work with a brother. I think that is it's a funny. fair ask. But that's how it goes, though. Is it a fair ask for us to that's ask? That's y'all's for... double standard. Well, again, I don't have time to solve the world's problems. I'm just trying to see, will you let us have Pat? No. Okay. No, we will, all skill positions will well, be ours this is, well, <laughs> when, when order is restored. Well, we, and at one time, the one that we they said we couldn't play, yeah. Rush Limbaugh, everybody else, right. so now we own it. Well, look, we still have Joe and maybe Brock. And if Deshaun ever stopped getting the massages, he might come back up. Yeah, y'all can have Deshaun. No, I know you don't want him no more. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't want Deshaun, but we got – we got Brock. We st- dude, we still got an MVP out there in Lamar Jackson. People That's think right. we're going to have a breakout That's exactly year. right. You know, it ain't just Burrow and, well, uh, and, got... and Josh Allen behind Patrick oh, Mahomes. Oh, Josh Allen. No, no Aaron doubt. Aaron about to get up out of here in a couple of years. Yep. Trevor Lawrence, he has emerged. Justin Fields was once ranked ahead of him and could be yep. again at some point in his yep. career. Good point. I got one coming up for everyone you can name. It was a good. It was a really good year for you because uh, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, oh, yeah, Anthony we came Richardson. In strong. And then Will Levis didn't go until the fifth round, basically. He just looks the part. So that was that was definitely a tough blow for us. Yeah, we came in strong this year's draft. But we still have Christian McCaffrey. So as long as that is true, I mean, we we we're we out here, bro. We out here. Just I know this this conversation might make some people uncomfortable, and that's fine. Oh, it people but we, uncomfortable. But we have to we have to be very uh transparent about which positions are on lock and which ones are not, you know? And I think there are, look, some have flipped, right? Losing Cooper through preseason, not ideal. Yeah, Lose, but it won't be season ending. Losing Joe through another preseason, not ideal. You think maybe one of these times it may be more serious. It may not. He may not be able to make it back for the regular season. So we need Joe to be very careful. Don't let Jordan Love be good. Well, he probably won't be. I'm just saying. Don't forget. We got a fleet of black quarterbacks coming at you. Don't forget Aaron well, is era. rejuvenated in Next New York. Next gen. Right? Yeah, but he's only got two, three more, you'd think. Yeah. Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Did you see? I saw a deep As ball said, he put on a, to Calvin Austin. Calvin Austin yesterday. Whoo. Man, if I mean, if, if Calvin can do that in games, yeah. I hope he can. They I hope got they, a nice of him, Pickens, and then Allen. They got I, a nice little receiver group. 
I hope they call stuff for him. I really do. Why wouldn't they? He's their he's their home run guy. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, he's different than the other guys. That, absolutely, but I just don't want you to forget Kenny because that's another next gen. I mean, it's a it's a battle. I like it. It is a well, battle. The, the for... draft showed you last year where we're headed. We're all looking for the next Mahomes. Okay. Well, this year's draft is interesting because you got Caleb Williams, correct, and Drake, Drake May. May. So it's. I mean, again, I think it's just a. It's like, this is going to be a sixteen versus four. You know, uh, sixteen kind of thing. You know, can anybody ever get to seventeen fifteen? On the starter, on the starting. We know who. If you had your choice of those two, we know who you're taking. No doubt about because it. Because he so resembles the number one guy, Patrick Mahomes. I am. You're going to take Caleb. I'm nothing if not predictable, right? Not always predictable. I mean, dude, I I I would like to name my son Patrick. Really? I, yeah. You're just kidding. No, I'm dead serious. I'd like to say, but I don't think I can get. And we call him Patty, but I don't think I can get Sam on board with that. But I think it's a great name. I think it's a it's a it's it's classic. Patrick Martin. Yeah, it's classic. You know, P Mart. You know, um, it's not like one of these you know gender neutral names that Sam's trying to throw at me. You know, but and, and, and it has like significance to my life and like it's one of the quarterbacks I enjoy watching the most. Well, you should submit that to the board and see what they say. I mean, it's better than uh, for example Tucker, right? I mean, Tucker was a was a complete joke. So anyway, it's it's a uh, it's an ongoing thing, and just like our battle for positions in the NFL, it's an ongoing thing. And we'll, at every training camp, I wonder if Patrick Martin can ever help. Maybe so. He's gonna be a hooper. Don't he, play. He you ain't gonna put him on no football field. No, and th- you shouldn't. I think I think not with the way you and I are built. I think you're exactly right. No, you you just that'd be it, a disservice to that kid. I mean, if you go and get on some H- HGH or something, but you then, have to fly him down to Florida to stick that stuff in him. No doubt. Yeah. Don't do that to the child. Yeah, exactly right. Look, every training camp. We like to sort of do this assessment, you know, the racial assessment. Yeah, well, just keep in mind, the NFL still on lock, black. It is, it is. Because you're, you're just hanging, it's like 70-30, and it is, or is it more than that now? Well, I don't know. I don't have the numbers in front of me. So I'll just say, it's really just you trying to That's hold on. That's why I'm saying you could have given us Patrick. You're trying to hold on. You could have given us Mahomes, man. Am I doing that? But, uh, He's you, our best. He's one stingy. of our best. You stingy with him, bro. Uh, get well, Cooper Cup. We'll see you in a few weeks. Uh, hey, Adam Turnoff's going to join us at 125. We'll talk to him uh, about the Hall of Fame game on Thursday. Some looks there, potentially. Uh, get his thoughts on, uh, for example, the New England Patriots uh, with Mac Jones, who had a good practice yesterday, and everybody's saying Super Bowl now because he completed a couple touchdown passes in <laughs> camp. All that and more. Stick around. Jason and John, how are you trying to fit? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Live Love Memphis Group at the Real Estate Agency wants to help you out. They're here to serve. So if you are thinking about moving and you're like, well, where do I go? How do I start? That's where the Live Love Memphis team comes in. They're going to list your home, market your home, stage your home better than everybody else. More than likely get you multiple offers, some cash, right? That's happened in the past. A variety of offers, and they help you work through those offers and make the most informed, best decision for you. They are truly on your side, truly always available. 
the best in town. Reach out, SoToLiveLoveMemphis.com. Had a uh, close friend and friend of the show ask me yesterday all these questions about uh, thinking about buying a house. Should I go to Barlett or Arlington? Cordova still got deals. What should I do, Jason? I said, listen, I hope you are smart enough as my friend to call Live Love, 901-625-5200, because all these questions you're asking me, you should be asking Jennifer Carstensen, and you should be working with her. Uh, she did with me five years ago, made the process very simple. We'll answer all the questions the best way to go. Last guy we sent over there, James Home Run McKenzie, made so much money on his home, he's out of here. He moved out of Memphis. That's how what you want. You want more than you expect. Jennifer Carstensen can do it all, so call him up, 625 5,200, they're the best. It's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. All right, so uh, Dak Prescott is America's quarterback, Jason. Uh, that's because he starts with the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. And uh, maybe he's not your America's quarterback. You're, you're it's quarter- fair to call him that. He's on America's team. Yeah, your America's quarterback might be Jimmy Garoppolo. But uh, Dak is having a rough training camp so far. Uh, <laughs> there was an exchange yesterday. And maybe this is not rough. Maybe this is great. Uh, there was an exchange yesterday between he and Trayvon Diggs when Dak Prescott attempted to uh, escape a pass rush and run for a touchdown during practice. He uh, eluded a defender, and he was met in the end zone by Trayvon Diggs, who started yelling at him. Uh, Diggs told Dak Prescott, shut your B.A. up. Wow. Uh and uh, and Dak kind of threw the ball back to him and didn't really respond. And some people are saying, like, he has no respect from his teammates because there's no way that, you know, any, like a DB would ever talk that way to, for example, Tom Brady. Some people are saying that this means that they have a great relationship and that this spells good things for the Cowboys that, uh, you know, they can talk to each other like this. Maybe, but the fact that Dak didn't react, maybe that's how they, yes. they get down. yes. My initial was, man, yeah, it's extremely disrespectful. Nobody, no, another Patrick Mahomes receiver would say that receivers would say that to him, unless you were on such a cool basis, right, with each other, that that kind of language is acceptable. And the fact that he didn't react at all, at least according to you know what you're reading me, yeah. Now uh, there's video of it out there. I mean, you could see like he really doesn't, he doesn't really get in his face or anything like that. Like he doesn't push him or anything. Like he just kind of throws the ball back to him, you know. Um, he also threw a uh, Dak threw a, a pick. They uh, keep showing those. Yeah. Or I heard earlier this week there was video of him throwing But I, I just, I honest to God, I don't care. Nobody's under the microscope, though, as much as him. And it's because That's true. He's, he's the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. That's true. I just don't care about quarterbacks, how they fare in training camp. You know, like, I, it's like summer league for me. I saw your, uh, I heard you talking about the Garoppolo <laughs> thing. A few balls. Only a few balls at the ground. Right, like, that's all. Oh, what a day. What a day for Jimmy G. Only a few balls hit the ground, man. Can you imagine, like. Right, them saying about about Josh Allen. Or yeah, something like that. it'd be like it'd be you know catastrophe. Like, oh my God, Joe Burrow only a few balls in the <laughs> Yeah, it's just stupid. It's just stupid that uh, I I think that you know I I actually like the beat writer a lot, but the idea that he believed that was going to come across as like some great sign of, sign of progress. Like, oh, we got to feel great about the situation in, in the Raiders. Uh, again, you're not going to always have some revelation as no, the beat it's writer. True. It's your job to sometimes state the obvious or what just right. what's going on, and sometimes it's. But it's like it's like it's, it, it's, it's as like, simple as that. And I know, but it's like it gets you, a little mundane, whatever. But it, it would be like if Parth was covering a Memphis basketball practice and he says, uh, "Man, it was a really good day for Javon Quinley. He only airballed a few threes." Like, 
<laughs> okay. Or if he just said he shot the ball well, is it much different than that? If he just said, hey, I'm watching Javon, and, man, he really shot the ball well from three but today. But was the detail of the same thing? was the detail of the – I get it. I get know, where you're coming from, but I'm yeah. trying to give your boy the benefit of the doubt. The B-Rider there that you like. I like him. I think he's good, actually. Yes. Uh, he, had, he Most that work for the athletic are. Yeah. Um, and there's, unfortunately, fewer of them who Yeah, do. unfortunately. Um, I mean, when we want – Do they have somebody with every NFL team, though? No. They don't even have that? No, bro. I'd long wondered how you guys aren't replacing the, 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 the Memphis. They yeah. uh, person, which is crazy. I mean, I think, like, their idea is, like, oh, if it's, like, a big enough story, we'll have our national people do it. Wow. You know? Yeah, I mean, when we got on, it was the gravy train, dude. Man, they took two. They took two? To cover a, a, basket, a, a college unranked, basketball program. An unranked college but basketball But they were betting on Penny. And I think, well, Penny, uh, look, I, we did numbers. I mean, we did what we were supposed to do. Yeah, subscription. They just, you know, they decided to do away with most. Well, Grizzlies, too. Yes, they didn't. Right? They, they, didn't, they, they, exactly they didn't replace right. that or put, not put a guy in there regular. Nope. Uh, and I don't think there are many, like, dedicated college basketball team reporters now. Like, I mean, Kyle right. Tucker with Kentucky. Right. You know, Duke and Carolina. There's a Duke and Carolina writer who covers both. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a different. Who's that, by the way? It's uh, Brendan Marks is his name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's good? I mean, I, you know, I, everybody, like you said, everybody that works there is really good. Uh, and I and I'm still a subscriber. Like it was me too. It was a. Uh, I mean, it was the athletic was like I know we're not like we didn't intend, intend on going here, but just you know doing what we do. I mean, I don't, and I don't know how you sort of felt, but I felt like the freedom that they gave us for the most part was like crazy. Like we did not really even hear much. The only thing they made us do was go ask players in the locker room who who gave you money. <laughs> like that was, well, yeah, that was ridiculous. That was the only thing. They, that. that was the only thing they really ever, uh, you know, made us do. Everything else was like whatever you guys want to do, however little or much. Basically, go at it. It was cool. It was a fun time, man. I I I really cherished my time there, um, and it helped me, you know, save up some some bread and get into a better situation. So I'm grateful for uh, that time there for sure. I'm grateful for you. You're stepping away, you know. Mm-hmm. That that also, that also helped. So I'm well. We're just being candid on a on a on a on a Wednesday here. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. You know. Uh, but it was. And it, I'm it, telling you right now, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys gonna win the NFC East. That is, hey, you can don't worry about these picks or these little fights in practice. You can run that by Adam Turnoff. Okay. And see what, see he, what thinks. he thinks. Yeah, I mean, well, step back for Philly with the coordinators gone. Yes. Both of them. Obviously, like the Cowboys are going to be one of those teams that um, Jalen Hurts really going to play that well again. I think that I is for him. I hope he does. That is I the, like him. That is the question of the season. And I like the them. way he's proved people wrong at every turn. Right. But you know, it, even a step back, yeah. just a step back, could be enough for the Cowboys to pass you. Yes. Because they won twelve games last. The Cowboys years. are the team that you would probably like, you would say among the like the sharpest in terms of like the books because. I mean, they're on TV every single week, and everybody's watching. Though, really, that's the that's the case with every NFL team. I mean, they're you, they know what's going on. There's only 32 teams to follow. They're all on television somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, yeah, Adam Turnoff from Red Angle Sports is going to join us at 125, and we'll talk to him about the Cowboys, talk to him about the Pats, the Hall of Fame game on Thursday. There's a lot to get to with yes, him uh, at 125, so don't miss that. Stick around. Jason and John, I turn FM, ESPN. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 